Jazz artist, current but maybe changing country music star, Frankie Dip slash Frankie Smoke slash the artist known as Frankie! Tuesday in 2023, uh, we are most of the way through NBA's free agency summer. Lots of moves, some big, some small, some medium-sized moves, such as Porzingis being traded to the Boston Celtics, but some huge moves, like when last Friday... And, you know, sometimes when news is so controversial, you want to release it at the end of a Friday so that the news cycle, it, it goes into the weekend. And by Monday, nobody realizes it anymore. So you, you could avoid the big hubbub. And that's what I felt happens this past Friday when I got a text from our friend of the show, Paul Pilata, saying, you might as well just crown the hornets right now as champions put get 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 sized up measured for the ring because frank nilakina has signed a one-year deal with the hornets baby we got we got the frank shirt honored on the wall of fame behind us i got my frank jersey on i got hornets colors to celebrate our boy this is the year that he finally breaks out. He just turned 25 the beginning of this month. And, uh, Paul, how are you feeling? You there, Paul? Paul, how are you feeling? Hello? I think we lost Paul. Frankie, how are you feeling? There's Paul. Paul, huh? how are you feeling? No, Paul. Paul. Oh, uh, better. Okay. Uh, if I had, yeah, yeah. You, you hear me? Yes. You hear me? Frankie, you hear? Better uh, if internet was. Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> that's that's the deal. But anyway, yeah. Go ahead. How you feeling now that Frank is in Charlotte? I'm feeling good. You know, we we did the same thing with Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith was ready to go play football. Yeah. He was done with basketball. He goes, he teams up with LaMelo, has a career resurgence, and now he's with Brooklyn on like a good-sized deal. His career's back on path. Yep. Frank's on that same trajectory. Absolutely. Right? No one's thinking about Frank. You know, he can come in, he can settle in his role. I don't know what kind of player he is. Um, I've never really watched him. 
but he's a defensive guy, right? He's Always a has defensive been, specialist, which is what yeah. we need, and what, and that's what Steve Clifford loves. Good to hear. Yeah, I think you know we're gonna have offense on the second team. We're gonna have Hayward. We're gonna have PJ Washington. Maybe if PJ comes back, mm-hmm. uh, possibly Cody Martin. Uh, so we can uh, we have some scores coming off the bench. Brandon Miller, P comes off the bench. Uh, so now we need that defense. Yeah, I mean pair him with Lamelo Ball. That's a that's a backcourt that could defend. I mean obviously Rozier is starting, but mm-hmm. you mix and match the rotation a bit. I like you kind of said. Yeah. I I thought Frank might have. To be honest, I thought he might have played his last game in the NBA. Uh, but it appears not, and we'll see. He still might. You know, I yeah. mean, if Nick Smith. If Nick Smith, you know, shows up our first round draft pick, yeah, they, you know, he might get five minutes a game. Cody Martin will be back, so it's not a sure thing that he's, I would say, get locked in that second string role. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the rotation a little later on, but if he, the, and it's still not his salary is not guaranteed, so we'll see if after training camp, if he's still with the team. If he's with the team, he'll he'll get some minutes. Um, maybe not regular minutes, yeah. but we'll see. Frankie and he's point guard, right? He is a point guard, Most but he's point? kind of a he's combo guard because he's. To be honest, he's not the greatest playmaker. Uh, he's the he's the second greatest playmaker. I don't know. He's not the greatest playmaker, but um, he's yeah. He, he can shoot. That's what we don't have is like okay. that backup point guard. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, and that's why you've got a few options there, which we'll we'll get into. Um, and before we do that, I want to talk to my my good friend Frankie, who you see at the bottom of the screen there. And um, you 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 were always a jazz musician in New York. Yes. You, you took your act to Dallas, coincidentally yes. when Frank Nilakino went to Dallas, and you started doing some country music. Yes. And uh, what what's what's next for you in your career? Well, you know, Frankie and I have been together for so long and our fates have been tied together, mostly from him being the only person who will give me seafood regularly when I'm living in NBA stadium parking lots. Um, so he's he's my meal ticket. Mm. I'm moving to Charlotte. That all right, baby. We're gonna have eyes on the ground because I'm gonna be watching lots of Charlotte games. You're going to Charlotte. Um, you got to go find that plaza, uh, the Midwood Steak or what is it? I think Midwood Barbecue or something. Find that parking lot. You'll get some good food. Okay, I gotta scout yeah. out this Midwood parking lot. <laughs> yeah, Midwood. I think Midwood Smokehouse. That's what it mm. is. Mm. So you yeah, could, you good could, barbecue down there. You could visit that that parking lot when the Hornets are on the road, but for home games, you'll just yeah. uh, you could stay at the hang stadium parking lot. Yeah, hang out at the arena. Hope hope when Frank Nilakina comes out of the locker room, <laughs> he, he grabs you a sardine from his pocket and tosses it right before he jumps onto his Vespa. Oh yeah, I'm not worried about him having sardines in his pocket. The man is loaded. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, there's a McCormick Steakhouse and fish right there. That mm. you might be getting the top dollar stuff. Ooh, 
And you're right, he is loaded. Even though he's signed a minimum contract, you know, the minimum contract goes up with every year of service. So it's now like two and a half million that he's going to be making this year. That's a lot of sardines. Mm-hmm. Oh, indeed. And I like that they call it service because I do think of him sort of as my fish waiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tip your server. Make sure you're always friendly to your server always. and tip your server. Now, um, speaking that's so that's we we've discussed how you're going to be getting your meals now mm-hmm. uh i'm curious about your music career any any thoughts about changes in the genre of music or the style of music yes um absolutely larry as you know i'm a bit of a, a musical chameleon um you have to respect your audience you have to know the music scene where you're going um, you know, and so, you know, Dallas, it was easy. Texas country music, Charlotte, there's a few more influences I feel like. So I did a very small amount of research <laughs> and the baby, what, what I learned. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like a baby <laughs> born into this world of Charlotte music and what I learned from some very quick mugling is that there's several famous Christian bands that have come out of Charlotte. Are there really? Yes. And so I'm rebranding myself to Frankie Sabes. Going straight edge. Straight edge. Christian music. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, you got it. Maybe you could, uh, maybe he could team up with the new owners of the Hornets, Eric Church and J. Cole. And we could just have like a, a country rap Christian album. Oh, perfect. Wait, does yeah, J. Cole own the Hornets perfect. now? Well. Well, I mean, he's like him and Eric Church were part of the group that uh, bought it. Okay. I don't think he was like the main investor. I see. But he was part of the group. Okay. Yeah, it's two other guys who are like, I guess, the main. The, the main billionaires. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably threw in a couple hundred thousand. Right. Just to say they own part of the team. Okay. Frankie That'll be me saves. One yeah, me too. I'll just toss around. Yeah. Just toss around 100K. Be like, yeah. give me part of the team. Just let me in the war room on draft day. That's all I want. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, Frankie saves. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have to ask. Uh, have, you, have you started writing any? Have you started writing anything? Oh, yes, I certainly have. Would you would you care to give us a little bit of a sneak peek? Oh, sure. This uh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a teaser. Sure. A sneak listen. Yes, exactly. OK. <laughs> Jesus, give me one more chance. I don't want this to be my last dance. Keep that fish coming, it's what you do. Let Frankie get a year or two in Charlotte. Woo! Yeah! From your lips to Jesus' ears. Let Frankie so. get another That's year it, or two. And, and let he you He might be Rosier's replacement. He very well might. Trade Rosier out with the old and with the new. I mean, I'm thinking on draft night, mm-hmm. on draft night when Charlotte was deciding between Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller, I think they knew 
Frank was good. available. Yeah, that they were going to be good on guards. So let's go with B. Miller. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frankie, now, so Frankie saves. Um, what, any, any, uh, well, first of all, as you know, Jesus can turn bread into fish, right? Or something like he, he's able to create lots of fish. I know he that. He makes lots of fish. I do know that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. already on board. Um, do you, are you interested in any of the, um, I mean, you're going to what they call Tobacco Road, where there's a mm. lot of tobacco products. You've been Frankie Smokes in the past. You've been Frankie Dip in the past. Yeah. Now I know you're Frankie Saves now, which I love. Um, but even you know, I I don't think smoking is against is against Jesus's teachings. I think that's the eleventh commandment. They just couldn't fit it on the on the rock. He ran mm. out of room. Mm. Yeah, it's true. And Moses did famously die of lung cancer. <laughs> um, no, you know, I you know, much like. Uh, Frankie, we thought he might be done in the NBA. Well, I got to tell you, it's hard for a straight cat to get across the Atlantic Ocean. And seeing as he's my meal ticket, I think it's time for us both to get serious. Right. No more idle distractions. Um, you know, being around all this tobacco as a, you know, former tobacco user, it is a bit like being a sex addict at a porn convention, but you know, I'm powering through. <laughs> it's time for self-control. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy Could be for your you. last chance. Yeah. Could be my last before, chance. The, before the lungs go, I'm sure like, I'm sure kitty lungs don't, don't yeah. can't only have a, they got a certain amount of cigarettes before they collapse. Oh, yeah, and I don't want to find out. Right, but yeah. you can get lung cancer and die nine times before it actually takes effect. Truth. Uh, I think eight times. Yeah, eight times. God damn it. So how many times How many times have you died? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, you know, it may surprise you to learn this, Larry, but it's not exactly safe to walk along the highway from New York <laughs> to Texas. Yeah, I bet. No. Not exactly safe to make that trip to North Carolina either. So I'm down to uh, three lives left. Okay, you got you've been run over six times. I've been run over five times and once killed by an angry crowd. Oh man, an angry crowd at one of your shows. Oh. Yeah, you got to watch out for the copperheads. What's that? Oh, oh snakes. I think it is a snake. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not sure he can hear us, but it is. I think that's what he means. Do Do you watch out for snakes? Uh, the Copperhead, yeah, that's a snake. Yeah, Frankie, do you watch out for snakes? I do watch out for snakes. Okay. Oh, there's so many snakes in this music scene. You come <laughs> thinking you're going to make 50 bucks. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're like, well, yeah, but then we're deducting. You have to buy three drinks to play, and that's about all 50 bucks right mm. there. Yeah. Nah, Charlotte's got good prices on their drinks. Mm. Yeah. That's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, well the best of luck to you on that, Frankie. Let's let's um let's talk a little basketball, shall we? And let's talk about the rotation. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna share something and 
That is my screen. Nice. Look at this. Look at this spreadsheet. And we're gonna. Damn, we're, that looks good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna zoom in a bit. And we're gonna we're gonna fill out Charlotte's rotation right now. We're gonna make the decisions and see where the playing time is. I think we're right. gonna we're gonna start with the obvious, right? We're gonna put Lamelo Ball starting at point guard. Right. Terry Mark Rose, Williams. Scary Terry. Yep. Yeah. Want to go with Mark Williams first? Well, he'll be. It don't matter. They're both starters. Okay, so Mark. I I uh, I'll defer to you here, Paul. Who's the starting center between Nick Richards and Mark Williams? Mark Mark Williams. Okay. But yeah, without a doubt. But I think uh, they Nick I, Richards. Yeah, I think once they we like put because he started the second half of the season once we traded Plumley. Yeah. And we became a top one of the best defensive, not one of the best, but like top half defensive team in the league. Once we put Williams in, right, and the t- uh, and the two of them together, uh, they're I mean they're both interesting. They're both young, recently drafted. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, the Hornets are yeah. Nick Richards has been around for three or four years now, but okay, yeah. Williams, I guess, is only going to be in a. He was a rookie last season, last year, yeah. Now I think obviously Terry Rozier is going to be a starter, right? Yes. He, um, and you know, they'll stagger the rotation. Hopefully Cliff knows what he's doing. And you always have one of yeah. Ball and Rozier on the court at all times. Yeah. yeah usually Rozier comes out first mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then Ball. Okay. And then Rozier will then, uh, play with the backups, whatever, yeah. however you do it. All right. right. Whoever it is. Now we got to fill up these wing positions. In yeah. the starting lineup. Uh, small forward, I'm going to go Gordon Hayward over Brandon Miller. I think that, that may is... not be the case to end this season, mm-hmm. but to start the season, Hayward is starting. I, I think so, too. Going to go with the vet. Of course, Hayward always misses a ton of games, so it's not going to be the end of the world right. for Brandon Miller. And you want to see Brandon by the end of the year, because I think Hayward off the bench would be – you know, limit if he and he could be traded at the deadline too. You know, yeah, he's, he's on, on the expiring. last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. So if a team who is like looking at need that third or fourth score for a playoff push, but yeah, Hayward is starting now. Um, I mean, Miller could obviously play power forward. Um, I think right. the starter will probably no, think- be Miles My- My- Bridges. Well, he suspended the first ten games. Right. Um, I think we gonna, we're going to end up, I believe, re-signing PJ Washington. Right. Um, who you don't have, rightfully so, because right now him or Ubre isn't on the or isn't technically signed. Mm-hmm. But I think we've re-signed PJ. He starts. Um, we'll have, uh, and then once I think, probably not right away, but I would say by. By all-star break, Bridges is starting. P.J. is off the bench. Right. And that's assuming they bring back P.J. Washington. He's a restricted free agent. Right. And looks like Miller would be then Miller's there. He's definitely going to be in the the rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be, I mean, sixth or seventh man. Um, Um, Assuming he's healthy, Cody Martin at shooting guard. mm Mm-hmm. You know, or no, Caleb. No, Cody. No, it's Cody. We have Cody. It's Cody. Caleb is, yeah, Cody is on the Miami. 
And um, that leaves... But, you know, Martin missed all of last year. Oh, he did? Okay. So, an injury? Yeah, like, he played, like, two minutes because of an injury. So we didn't have him at all last year either, and he's a really good defensive player. Does uh, does Clifford usually go 10 deep in a game, or is it sometimes not, depending on what's going on? Uh... Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I would say like 10 around. Okay. You know, last year it was tough to tell because we had so many injuries. Right, right. Um, so, and then that point guard could, could... I think... That's where we had the hole. So that'll be either Frank, Nick Smith Jr., mm-hmm. or we just signed, I think, someone else, too. Um, oh, do, you, do you still have Theo Maladon? Uh... No, we don't have him. We have Bryce McGowan's. Right. He is... Okay, so he played a bunch last year. Maladon maybe will be back. We don't know. They did just... I know. Who did they um, just sign? Let me see. I'm about to look him up. Let's see. Uh, this... Okay, it's a way contract, so I guess we still do have him. Who? Theo? Well, Theo is on a restricted... Yeah, Yeah. but that is if nobody else offers him. But I think Charlotte would probably want to bring him back because he is Frank's countryman and they want to keep Frank happy for sure. I, you know what? I'm going to be a little ballsy and I'm going to pencil in Frank as the 10th man. To begin the season, assuming everybody's when everybody's not suspended and healthy. Um, but if he doesn't play well, he's going to have to battle for playing time with Nick Smith Jr. And right. And it also, I don't know what McGowan's position. is going to be in the mix. McGowan's, uh, JT Thor, Kai Jones. Yep, Thor. I think Kai Jones, like, you know, yeah, and injuries happen. TJ, so whenever a center. Yeah, JT or big, Thor's. Power forward and McGowan's at small forward. I would say round it out. Let's say Book Knight, get him the fuck off the team. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they language. are done with Book Knight. I mean, if you find yeah. something great, but I don't think he's not going to be blocking anybody. Let's say Maladon is here as like the third string guard, and then you got yeah. you got your two ways who will mostly be in the G League and Amari Bailey and Luke Yeah, and I, I like Bailey in the um, Summer League. Yeah. He had some good moments. Um, yeah, yeah, so I would say right now, that looks like it would, that looks about how it's going to go in top 15. Okay. So that means Frank, depending on PJ Washington, depending on everybody's health, depending on if he's able to keep his spot, is going to be somewhere between the ninth and 12th man, which is where he's always yeah. been, which is, I think, what we expect. And right. uh, and hopefully he figures it out. Come in, you know, a little breather. He, what he needs to do now, it for his career, me. I'm going to, well, he needs to, he always needs to be a little bit more confident offensively uh, with his ball handling. But, most important, he needs his, he has nice shooting form. He just needs to be more confident with his shot. Because uh, if he could hit threes at a good clip, and he's only really done that one year in his career where he hit uh, he hit 40% from the corners, 
if he can do that, he becomes a three and D wing that could play on any team. Um, Cause he's got the D he just needs the three. Am I right, Frank? Yes, you certainly <laughs> are. And they ought to just give him a chance. Give him a chance. Let's say, let's ship PJ Washington out of here. Uh, let's, uh, let's ship Hayward out of here. And then we move Frank to the starting small forward with Brandon wow. Miller there. Bridges, still the power forward, kind of the sixth man. Cody Martin, the seventh man. And uh, see, I think we go. Kai Jones is backup point guard. How about that? Yeah, love it. He, I, Kai Jones wishes he the way he he'll try to bring that ball up. Sometimes you're like, dude, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but I think we actually go opposite where you keep having Brandon Miller go small forward or power forward. I think we envision him more as a small forward shooting guard. I think he really I, even with his size, I think we envision him more because he can pass, he can handle. Yeah, I think we would see him more as a shooting guard than a power forward. Interesting. I don't know if he and I don't know if he played any center even in college. Who? Uh, Brandon Miller. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I, I could mean, see I think... him having the ball in his hand a lot. Like maybe not this year, because this year he's you know the fourth or fifth option. But like going forward, like almost a Lamelo Ball, Brandon Miller backcourt. Yeah, I mean he definitely Which could had... be fun. You know, six seven, six nine. He, you know, he definitely like... he definitely showed those guard skills in college. Um, I think though the way of the way the NBA is moving is even if you could handle. Like you, you want uh, you want everybody to be able to handle a little Take bit. Everybody to be a playmaker a little bit. So even if he's playing at small forward or power forward, technically in this positionless league, it's still it's still he still could handle plenty. It's similar to right. Paulo, what Paulo Bencaro is, uh, what OKC probably envisions with Chet Holmgren. So I could I could see lineups with Ball, Rozier, Miller, and whoever else. So three ball handlers that that in today's yeah, yeah, NBA, yeah, yeah. if if Steve Clifford is willing to get freaky with it, uh, then I think he is. He seems like a freak. He does. Is he in any way on the hot seat? I think everybody is. Mm. Yeah, they have to be, right? Yeah. Well, especially so, but, because but what, well, Cupcheck is still there, right? For now. Yeah, but he's on his last year of his contract. Mm. So I think the new owners, they're going to come in this year, and this is an evaluation year. Mm -hmm. Let's see the coach. Let's see how the players are. I think Mitch is done regardless just because his contract is is up and his age. I mean, he's got to be getting up there. Yeah. So I think he's done regardless. Uh, Steve, I think it depends on, like, if we don't make play in, at least he's done. I hope he's done. I don't personally <laughs> like people named after big red dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, um, I know you don't like big red dogs. Yeah. And as you yeah. said, like the ownership is good. They're going to want to at some point put in their own front office. And right. And it, if we get a new GM, that GM too may want his own guy and be like, hey, you know, but uh, that's what always Steve, happens. Even yeah. though he's never like, had much success like he's won some games he's very respected in the nba yeah by like players peers like you know 
people respect him for what he does. Yeah, but cats don't. No, not at all. But no, a coward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're totally right. Uh, you're totally right, Paul, that um, new ownership probably, once Cupjack's contract is over, unless he makes some brilliant, like, enamors yeah. himself with the ownership this year, they're going to want to hire somebody else. And then once that happens, it's only a matter of time before they get a new coach. And- So let me ask you this. This is from an outside looking in because this is something I think about. Okay, right now, Jordan, people think of him as horrible. Mitch Kupchak, he was horrible for the Hornets. But if the Hornets go on to have success with Ball, Miller, Bridges as like your core three, does that change your opinion on Mitch Kupchak and Michael Jordan and their legacy as owner-GM combo? Because they dra- it would kind of be like Tony Dungy with the Bucks, right? Like Tony Dungy got us the core, but it was John Gruden who took us over the hump. But you still got to put respect on Tony Dungy's name for what he built. Yeah. I, I think that you would, especially with that core. I think my- when they drafted Miles Bridges, um, it wasn't a reach at that they point. They traded away was- that. Uh- they traded up for him, yeah, right? Yeah. The, yeah, I know somehow we it involved that uh, Alexander from OKC, Shy. What's his name? You know, yeah, the SGA. superstar in OKC, Shy yeah. Alexander. Yeah. Somehow he was involved where, like, I we think, drafted Shy but traded him for Miles or something. I think that's right, where uh, maybe you had the 10 pick but traded down two spots in OKC or LA. It was the Clippers at that point who got Gilgit, SGA. Um, so, yeah, obviously missing out on SGA is bad, but uh, I, I don't know if that was ever their pick to take. They take Miles Bridges. LaMelo Ball, they um, didn't really have a choice much. They was just, he fell to number three. And um, the big one is going to be Brandon Miller because he's always, um, and Paul, hopefully you're still there, Brandon Miller, for his whole career, is going to be compared to Scoot Henderson. Mm. And um, if if Scoot is markedly better, then I think Kupchak is out and going to be looked at as a failure. If Brandon Miller is about even or, or even better than Scoot, then that's going to be looked at as a success and really going to uh, color the way we think about Mitch Kupchak. Mm. Yeah, I know how that feels. You yeah. know, I'm constantly being compared to Killian Koi Fish. <laughs> yeah. I bet you'd like to kill some Koi Fish. Oh, nothing would make me happier. You know, yeah. Uh, I am mean, I back? Yes, you're back. Yes. So, okay. yeah, does that make sense? Would, would you agree with that? That Scoot and Miller are always going to be compared with each other. Yeah. But again, um, I and I we talked about a draft day. Like this was the Hornets putting the ball solely in Ball's hands. Mm-hmm. You know why have two? Now let me ask you this: Say, uh, say, uh, Scoot Henderson goes on to be like a ten-time All-Pro, like you know, kind of a Hall of Fame player, and Brandon Miller 
becomes like a very, very solid, maybe makes one or two all-stars, but he leads us to a couple of championships with LaMelo. Would you still call that a bad draft thing? And I don't think, you, you know. Yeah. Um, I would. If that makes but sense. Right? I, I like, understand what you're saying. Like maybe because. Because then Scoot and LaMelo may never win together. Because yeah. usually those, if you get two ball dominant guards, you don't see them have much success. And after a couple of years, one of them is getting traded. Right. And uh, I mean, if Scoot is a 10 time all pro Hall of Famer, you'd say, well, they should have taken Scoot and just shipped off LaMelo or something. But in the scenario you're talking about where LaMelo and Brandon Miller and Bridges and Frank as a core win championships, all, it, it won't even matter. It's just like, right. you'll be like, this is, this is a great team, great GM. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm 100% on board with Miller over Scoot. Um, you know, I think Scoot is the more exciting player. And because of his role with Portland, he's going to be the bigger, because right now he's going to be the number one option or number two, where Brandon Miller, his rookie year is going to be four or five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Scoot's the more highlighted worthy player. Yeah. I, I still, if, if I were them, I would have just taken whoever I thought was better between Scoot and Brandon Miller. Don't worry too much about fit. Uh, because this is I still think you a team. Have to, though. We're at a point. It's... The Hornets are at that point where it's like you have people say we're not that bad of a team. I like people keep shitting on us, but we have <laughs> talent if they can stay healthy. There is some talent there. I'll give you that. I I do think they're one of the low. They're the bottom half of the league as far as teams go. Well, let's uh let's go through that. Let's go through the um. Let's go through the East the 15 teams in the East, and let's see who we would say is definitely going to finish ahead of them. Mm. <clears throat> okay. I think you, you definitely put Milwaukee and Boston ahead of them. And I would say Miami. Um, would you put Miami? Yeah. Because Miami, besides Jimmy Butler, unless they get Dame Lilliard, Miami wasn't some superstar team. They had a hell of a playoff run. Yeah. But talent-wise, besides Jimmy Butler. Well, they got, uh, they have Bam. They have, they have. They got Bam. They have, I mean, Tyler Hero. And sure, like, they probably overperformed a bit in the playoffs, but I think they underperformed in the regular season. I would have put them in the top tier of Eastern teams. I would you there's definitely some issues there, but with Joel Embiid, I think you have to put Philly in the upper tier. Um I I think uh based on what they did last year, the Knicks and Cavs gotta kinda round, round out the top six. Then right. you start having um the other the other teams would be like Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, Toronto, Brooklyn. Maybe Pacers. Yeah. So those four Detroit could surprise too this nine, year. Ten. Some of their young players. Uh I, I do you I know, think there's an interesting forward. But I'd put maybe Orlando ahead of them at uh 
at 11. And then Detroit. Then, yeah, Detroit, it's like Detroit, Charlotte, Indiana. Or we maybe already mentioned Indiana. Detroit, Charlotte. Um, who else are we missing from the East? Uh, Washington. Washington. Washington stinks. Gonna be trash. I, I think Chicago stinks. And um, whoever else. So they're... I think Charlotte is at like. Yeah, I think uh, we're playing for we're competing for a play-in spot. Yeah, that that sounds about right. So it's still uh, you're still in the position of. I mean, you do have Miles Bridges back, which is huge for them. You want to. Uh, they're they're still at a spot where you're not like a championship contender. So I don't think you have to worry about fit too much. It, you just want to. Acquire Don't forget the best though, we were you can. we were playing team two of the last before. Like I said, this past year, Lamelo played played twenty games. Mm-hmm. Cody Martin was out. We didn't have you know we lost our two, two best players. So, but before that, we were a, two years in a row playing team at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope uh... both times, both times we would have made the actual playoffs. But Gordon Hayward got hurt and the team fell apart. So we're there talent-wise. Well, I mean, we're deep too. You see, I mean, we can we're 10, <laughs> 11 deep. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd say, oh, McGowan's and Thor, that's deep. But they're there. Yeah, but that was there. the third. I know. I got you. That was in the third row. I yeah. got you. And I, I, I hope no matter what that LaMelo Ball is healthy all year because I, I do like yeah. him. I do believe in him. and uh, The league is better with him. Yeah, It's a exactly. better league with him. I'll, I'll put on YouTube sometimes LaMelo Ball <laughs> highlights and just like – I mean, and Rick- since I only watch Hornets, I don't realize like what he's doing isn't like normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know? he was rookie of the year for a reason. So let's get a right. full and year. And an all star, an all star, his second year. Was he really? He's ma- yeah, he made an all star game his second year, and then he got hurt his third year. Ah, uh, okay. So, so fourth year, big year. Stay fourth healthy. Year, Don't trip over any fans. Same he's with- going to be a top five MVP this year. Nice. You heard it here for- first, folks. Heard it here first. Yeah, he's going to average twenty five, eleven. Seven. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And he's and it's going to be a, a fair. It's not going to be like Russell Westbrook stealing rebounds to try to get a triple double. It's like seven because he's got size. He's six, seven. He's yeah. got instincts. Candidate yeah. for all team defense. Mm-hmm. Once he learns a few tips and tricks from Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And dude, he's, so he has those long arms. So like he gets steals. You yeah. know, he'll average like two steals a game and he's got size. That's why I, I've I, I thought he was the best player in the draft where he was. I mean, Anthony Edwards is clearly at this point at least surpassed him. But right. I was I was high on Lamella Ball because of his size and defensive ability or and it was like Ben Simmons but with confidence with the ball and shooting. Can score. Yeah. Frankie, what yeah. do you what do you think the ceiling is for these Hornets? Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, I agree. I think they can make the playoff or the play in. I think they can win the play in. I'd love to get some uh, 
smoked fish a little later into the year if we could have a playoff series going. Mm-hmm. That June fish is the best. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes, I can't wait for some North Carolina June fish. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we? So, what's the deal with this mid-season play-in tournament? To me, that just makes no. I don't know if we talked about it draft day. No, I don't think we did. Um, but that just to me is like I don't get like are we just having like a midseason playoff? I don't, you know. Yeah, it's supposed to do something that's supposed to be exciting for the regular season. I think Bring it might more be, money oh, to the league. Yeah, at least it's not extra games. I'm okay with it in that sense that it's like the besides for the championship game of the tournament, all the games that you play within the tournament are going to count as regular season games and count towards your 82. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Mm. it's a way of like making a few regular season games more fun and interesting. I don't know if the players are going to care. Except to them, it'll just be a game because it don't mean it's the money. They want the main one. Yeah, and I mean they are gonna. There is a prize for winning the championship. There's like a million yeah. per player, but unless you get you're, a midseason trip to Vegas, yeah, so it could be fun for them. It could uh, become a destination. I wish they lowered the amount of regular season games to seventy-two, something like that. That would have solved problems with players not playing back to back, players dealing resting for injury every regular right. season game would be more important because there are less of them. It would have solved a lot of problems. Um, but we'll see. I- I'm open to the tournament. It- it's I'm not excited about it. I'm not thinking, oh, I can't wait for this tournament. Right. Uh, Frankie, are, how about you? <laughs> What's your excitement level for this in-season tournament? Um, you know, I'm honestly not excited. Mm-hmm. I more games away from Charlotte means more nights scrounging around in the gutters for me. Yeah. Nights when Frank Frankie Frankie Nilakina is uh, the French prince is not going to be coming to the arena. Yeah, they I right. mean if I'm commissioner I'm abolishing uh away games for the Hornets. <laughs> 82 home games. Yes. Yeah. Um so did you have a contingency plan if Nilakina had to sign with a Euroleague team? Um, I mean, at that point, we're just glomming on to anybody we can find. So you would have stayed in the U.S., or would you have tried to be a stowaway on a transatlantic ship? I mean, I think you got to at least give the stowaway a good old try. <laughs> yeah. You know, I you no guarantee anyone else is walking around with fish in their pockets. That's a that's a unicorn player to me. But there if you're on a ship, you're not that far from the sea. I mean, maybe maybe if you go on a fishing but if uh yeah, a fishing excursion. This is true. This is true. And <laughs> surely some of these fishermen, they're pocketing a little something on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to skim a little off the top, whatever your line of work is. Yeah. I, I've seen that crab show. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you mean these guys aren't taking any of their work home? I <laughs> doubt it. You ain't putting a few crabs in your pockets. What if, uh, how about FIBA, the FIBA tournament this year? I think it is. Uh, I think it's in the Philippines, but I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Um, FIBA World Cup. Frankie is playing for Team France. Are you, you going to try to make it to the Philippines? Um, you know, um, 
I'm a seafood motivated creature. So, you know, there's a lot of coast. <laughs> I think I'm, a lot of fish in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think you got to give it a try. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe Nilakina will put you in his pocket. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, obviously I'm a Christian now, but that's yeah. about as close to heaven as I think you can get, <laughs> except the real thing. Yeah. Freshly stocked pockets. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I wish you the best. And try some of that blackened catfish. Ooh, yes, I definitely have to investigate this. And while we're at it, uh, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about North Carolina style barbecue? Uh, well, um, they say the sauce is vinegar based. Right. Um, and, uh, that Lexington, North Carolina is known as like the capital barbecue, the barbecue capital of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Everyone always says Lexington, which is probably about 30 minutes minutes to an hour from charlotte um so you know you could probably just hitch a ride somewhere you know hang out under a tailpipe um <laughs> yeah. you know that way yeah, i know it's a long way for a cat to walk so but you could hang on the tailpipe just make sure you don't yeah, yeah just make sure you don't fall asleep on an engine overnight because sometimes you know if you don't check before you start your car there's been a few cat casualties that way so don't Follow sleep under of a car. Oh, advice. that's a good tip. I'm running out of mistakes I can make. <laughs> yeah, because I got to be honest. Um, <laughs> when, whenever I start a car, I don't first check for cats on the engine. Well, shame on you. <laughs> no, no, not too many people. And then you just hear a loud like, ah! yeah. and you know. Yeah. You well, smell some burnt fur. Mm. Yeah. That's that's shame on me is right. I think I'll I'll try to I'll try to be better. That's all I could do. I could try to be better next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Yeah. So I think that's that covers the Hornets. I'm I'm very much looking forward to watching them on League Pass because they have the best announcing team. Aside, oh my aside God, from so the Knicks, good. they have the best announcing team. And uh, yep. I'll be I'll be keeping up with them as long as like Frankie's yeah. in the mix. I'll be keeping up. And with honestly, they like I said, there's that wide open lane for Frank to play. Yeah, because like besides after Cody Martin, you know his main comp- competition is going to be Book Knight, who um I think we're all over. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Smith Jr., who you know could you know he was the number one high school recruit coming out. He just got right. hurt last year. But he can score. Um, but, you know, Steve very much, he likes the veterans and he likes defense. So, like, if you're going out there and scoring but not playing no defense, you know, he might be like, hey, you know, this is a two-way game. And he's a vet now, so, yeah. He's a vet now. Uh-oh, sorry, Frankie, for mentioning vets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's what's the someone? what's the announcer's name? The one who's like the most emphatic guy. Uh, Eric Collins. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, it's uh, Del Curry and Eric. I believe Eric Collins. Yeah, looking yeah. forward I'm to Diddly it. <laughs> and looking forward to seeing a lot of Lamelo Ball because he's an exciting player, and so is Miles he's, Bridges. So yeah, there'll be. We'll some see how Brandon there. looks coming yeah. out. Uh, Scary Terry. 
I'm excited. I think we're going to surprise this year. I, I really, I think Mark Williams is going to be take a huge step forward. Um, if, like I said, we were a top half defensive team once he got put in. I'll also say, I'll also say this: um, if 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 Frank does legitimately become a part of the rotation, I may just have to buy a Charlotte Hornets jersey. Oh shit! Because let me tell you, I I do think. Good color scheme. I think, yeah, I think of like the three main jerseys that teams have in their rotation. I think Charlotte is number one. I really do. I yeah. love, I love mm-hmm. the teal one with the pinstripes. You know, the purple. The purple is an obvious, yeah. an amazing accent color. I like the white one with the teal pinstripes and the purple based. They'll one, do that mint green one sometimes. Yeah, that was their city jersey one time. Yeah, uh, and that was beautiful. And then the purple base is a beautiful color. Good, good color scheme. Gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Paul, anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, nah, just, uh, as always at simply appalling on Instagram, YouTube, I'm trying to get my YouTube up. Benny winter show. I'm trying to get more dates. So, but nothing right now. All right, check out the Benny Winter Show. Lots of talented people in that at the Tank Theater. Yep. Yep. Frankie? Uh, maybe. They yeah. haven't emailed back. All right. Well, at some point, yeah. somewhere, it's going to happen. At some point, somewhere. Right. It's it's not dead. Frankie, any plugs? Um, yeah. Um, so, as always, also at the Tank Theater, thearmory.com. There's improv. There's sketch. Um, there's also, um, I think I, I don't have the exact date for you, but at some point in September, there's going to be improvised Sweet Valley High at the Caveat Theater oh. uh, down in the East Village. So, if you like Sweet Valley High, you'll love improvised Sweet Valley High. Yeah. And of course, I am at Larry the Athlete on all socials and YouTube and make sure you like subscribe subscribe to the pod Larry knows sports wherever you get your podcast may all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder